1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
3: You are listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. It is season three. It is episode nine, Cubs Bullpen Bump. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and most importantly, subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on the socials. Fly the W670 on Twitter, Instagram. Of course, we're on Facebook or email us at flythew670 at gmail.com. Crowley, uh, happy uh, weekend. hope you had a good one. We're back to Monday, and uh, we finally got uh, an important piece to the uh, Cubs' bullpen moving forward.
2: Yeah, we were talking about this, and I, I've always felt that Jed has done a good job of putting bullpens together, and, and so the Cubs finally made a move, you know. Uh, we've been talking about this, and on Thursday when we were recording – Former Cub David Robertson signed a one-year, $11.5 million deal with the Texas Rangers. The Cubs made their move on Saturday, signing former Astro reliever Hector Neris. Uh, Hector Narris, you know, he, he's getting a little bit older, but he's still a reliable veteran presence that I think the Cubs bullpen really, truly needs. He's 35 years old. He spent most of his career with the Phillies, and in the last two seasons, he's been with the Astros. Now last season was really good for Narris. He appeared in 71 games, had a 6 and 3 record with a 171 ERA. He had 31 holds, two saves out of three opportunities, struck out 77 batters and walked 31. But the thing about him is, is that Narris is an extremely durable arm. He's a guy that just, you know, you could just keep handing him the ball and and he's very dependable. He's not injury prone. Since becoming a full-time reliever in 2016, Dustin, he's appeared in 70 or more games in five of the last seven seasons. I'm not counting 2020, obviously. Um, But he features a four-seamer, a split-finger, a sinker, and a slider. And I guess for me, Dustin, I'm kind of just interested. You know, I know that Mark Leiter kind of struggled at the end, and they said there might have been some back issues or something. But it's going to be, I think, good to have somebody that throws that split-finger that can kind of, you know, bounce some ideas off Leiter. You know what I mean?
3: Absolutely. And it kind of puts lighter a little bit on tilt, I think as well, but this is a really, this is a really good signing. I mean, some of the complaints I heard were about the age, but the durability factor makes it like the age doesn't really matter. Plus he's a guy that's been pitching for teams that have been playing in postseasons, right? He's been around the Phillies. he has been around the Astros. He strikes guys out. He knows high leverage situation. Now I still don't know. I don't think you know. I don't think the Cubs know. And if they do know, they're not going to tell us that he's the ninth inning guy. He's the seventh inning guy. He's the eighth inning guy. What I know is that the Cubs feel good about giving him the ball in a high leverage situation. That's what I know.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, and and you know, last year was a career year. He, you know, usually his ERA is around 324, and that's what you would expect from him this season. Now, Ken Rosenthal did point out that Narris's average fastball velocity dropped from 94.3 in 2022 to 93 in 23. That's uh, nearly 1.5 miles per hour, according to StatCast. But, you know, the one thing we talked about, Dustin, is that the Cubs needed two things from this bullpen this offseason. Number one, they needed veteran leadership, and then they needed a lefty. You know, uh, we don't have the lefty yet, but I, I think that he's going to provide some really good leadership out there. And this is something that Jose de Jesus Ortiz put up on Twitter. He's a beat writer for the Astros. The Astros deal with Josh Hader puts them as a favorite in the American League this year, I think, but it will be difficult to replace Hector Narris who will help the Cubs way more than Cub fans realize now. Narris was the glue in the Astros bullpen. He's a revered leader. So, you know, there are there there's the, you know, obviously the wins and losses and the holds and the saves and all those things. But from what uh, Ortiz is saying on this here is, is that, you know, he also has a lot of the intangibles that when you got, you know, that bullpen that the Cubs had last year, when you're talking about it, they just didn't have that veteran presence. It was supposed to be burger. It didn't end up being that way. So I think that this is something that's going to be really helpful for the young Cubs. Yep. I now, like
3: the move. I, I really, really like the move.
2: Now the contract Dustin is for 1 year, 9 million dollars, but there is a 2025 player option that that converts once he hits 60 appearances and like I said he's done that pretty much every single season there is. And so the other thing to keep in mind is that though about this whole situation Dustin is that the Cubs are going to have to make room on their 40-man roster for Narris and there hasn't been a corresponding move yet. Now the Cubs could, you know, just decide to DFA a pitcher, you know, replace one pitcher with another to make room for Naris. I'm just kind of looking at the 40 man roster here, and you gotta um, guess. I wonder if Michael Rucker or Keegan Thompson Ooh. are two two guys that I wonder, um it may it may be time, you know, if you gotta make a move, but Dustin, it, it is they could go a different direction and DFA a position player. So a lot of times with your 40-man roster, you put guys on there to protect them from getting picked up in like the Rule 5 draft, right? And so if you look at the Cubs 40-man roster, and we've talked about this before, the Cubs really have a surplus of top prospect outfielders in the system. You have right now, right now on the 40-man roster, Kevin Alcantara, Alexander Canario, PCA, and Dustin, I'm going to bring up a name here, Brennan Davis. So Davis has struggled with injuries the last few years. Remember, he was a top prospect for a while. He was the future's MVP. You just got to wonder if if the Cubs may say, hey, we got enough outfielders. He's had some injury issues. We move on. He's really young. I don't know if they're going to do that. I think Keegan Thompson, to me, is the one that just kind of keeps flashing. You know, I keep seeing a red light flashing in that direction, but it's – it's, it's really something to think about. So we'll see what happens. Now, remember that MLB teams can have 13 pitchers on their roster. So five starters and eight bullpen arms, right?
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn,
0: you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70%
1: of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With
2: LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
0: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella, is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown
1: Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: Now, I got the I got four starters penciled in. I got I, I mean, you can not even penciled in. You put this in pen right here. Steel yeah. Hendricks, Tayon, and, Ima, and Imanaga. Those assuming are your starters. Assuming they're all
3: assuming they're all healthy, those are your starters, right? No question. Right.
2: right. So then you have to ask yourself, okay, well, who is going to get the fifth spot in the rotation? Did I love seeing Jordan Wicks? Yeah, but, you know, he's still a little green. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it was good for, for a, a short month or something like that. But I still, you know, remember when we had um, the quotes from Craig Council, how interested he was in Hayden Wesniski. Is Caleb Killian a guy that kind of figures things out? Is Ben Brown going to get a shot? So I think there's going to be competition for the fifth spot. You might even throw Javier Assad in that mix. I don't. I, I don't know if they like him better as a swingman. Um, but but, it, but a couple of those names, and I agree with
3: everything you're saying, right? But right. as we get as we move into the bullpen, if a couple of those guys aren't in the starting rotation, are they in the bullpen, or are they sending them down to work on making sure they're stretched out? and making
2: sure they're ready to start if
3: that's, in fact, what they
2: need to do. I would I would say, like, when you talk about Ben Brown, when you talk about Caleb Kiley and Hayden Wisniewski, all of those guys I think you could keep pitching and stretch them out in Iowa. Right now, I looked at fan graphs today, Dustin, and they have projected the Cubs' bullpen as the following. Edward Alzali, the recently acquired Hector Neris, Julian Merriweather, Drew Smiley, Mark Leiter, Jr., Jose Coas, the newly acquired Yancy Almonte. Remember, he was in that deal that brought Michael Bush over as well. And Javier Assad. That's what you have right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so Drew Smiley technically is your only lefty. Now, the other issue to kind of keep in mind are options. And I, you know, for those of you that are watching on 670, the score, the, the YouTube channel, you're looking at who has options, who's available to be optioned if need be. Edward Elzelay actually has one option left. You're not going to use that. You're not going to do it, but he does have an option. Hector Neris, no, you're not. he doesn't. Julian Merriweather has zero options. Drew Smiley, nope, not he's not uh, someone that can be optioned anymore at this time. Mark Leiter Jr., zero options. Jose Quas has two options. And Yancy Almonte, who, again, they just picked up, does not have any options. Javier Assad has two options. So remember, like, let's say you get into some sort of mess where it's like a 15, 16 inning game and you need to bring an arm up. Well, you're going to have an issue because, you know, the only guys you could really think about doing are Quaz and Almonte and Assad, which I think they'll do. But if you did Mark Leiter Jr. or you did Almonte, you'd have to DFA them and they'd have to pass through waivers um, before you, you know, you could continue having them on your team. Right. So you got to be real careful. Right. Right. So there's not a lot of uh, uh, leeway here there. So it's, you know, there's a lot of pitchers, like I said, on the 40 man roster, but I just don't think there's going to be a lot of shuttling going around. I think if, if there is, it really truly is going to be in one of those emergency type situations, you know, but Quas is a guy, you know, that, that has two options, and they they kind of put him into the the a situation last year that was difficult. They had him pitching like every game. That wasn't what he was expected to do. It just was out of necessity. So, I think you know when we we listened to Craig Council the other day, and he's talking about bullpens. I just remember him kind of talking a little bit about how he doesn't really know what the roles are just yet, and. Again, remember Mark Leiter was DFA'd last year. He was right? he was he was not even supposed to be really part of this team. Drew Smiley wasn't supposed to be in the bullpen. Uh Julian Merriweather, they picked him up off waivers. That was a reclamation project and 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 it worked I, out, right? It worked, it out. worked out. Well, some do, some don't. And that's right. that's the that's where things get really tricky when and this is why Jed always says is that bullpens are volatile and and you look at what happened and in, in, it's why you don't want to give you know, obviously Josh Hader's a special circumstance. He's done it for a long time. He throws a lot of heat. But in general, it's why you see the Cubs shy away from giving out the big contracts is, is for a reliever because most of these times, these guys may just have a great year. They may not. They may be off and you have to swap them in with someone else. I still think that the Cubs have a lot of depth. There's, you know, Daniel Palencia is not on here. Daniel Palencia, if you remember last year, he came up. Mm-hmm. The guy throws 100 miles an hour. Right. He's probably the hardest thrower that the Cubs have in the bullpen between him and Julian Merriweather. Luke Little, you remember he came up. He was yep. a lefty that had a little but I think a lot of those guys are still young and, and could benefit. It's not like they're not going to get anything out of pitching in Iowa. They'll you know, they'll they'll get, you know, they'll learn a little bit and they'll be guys that they'll have to get out. So I think what I like about the bullpen, Dustin, is especially getting that veteran. I would still like a veteran lefty arm. I don't know if Drew Smiley does it for me. I just I, I would say that this bullpen to me has more depth than last year. I think last year we saw what happened. They 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 had injuries. They they didn't have enough guys, and by the end of the year, you know Julian Merriweather was the last man standing, and poor Jose Quas, you know, and and so I would like to see. Like I said, I like the depth. I like what the Cubs have bubbling up underneath when you talk about Iowa and, and you talk about even some of the guys that are going to be coming from Tennessee. You you got some skill here. I, I just wonder if Jed's done just yet.
3: Yeah, let's see. I mean, right now the bullpen is in better shape at this moment than it was last year at this moment. I feel much more confident about the bullpen a year removed from last year's going into